You're listening to the Twisted Sisters podcast with Allie, a fiery realtor queen, and Samantha, a gypsy wandering her way through life while navigating being a rock star woman with ADHD. Both are former teen moms of two who have faced challenging adversities. They're here to break stereotypes, get real with you about the messiness of life, and remind you that we're all just a little twisted. Welcome to the Twisted Sisters Podcast. My name is Samantha Mello, my co-host and very best friend, Allie Engren. We appreciate you tuning in so much. We can't even. The support and love that we have had from you guys has just been out of this world. And I'm so excited to introduce these four women, one of them including my mother. So I'm a little biased because obviously she's one of my most favorite people in the whole entire world. But These women have been friends since high school, and without aging them, we'll say they've been friends for 40-plus years, which is pretty incredible, if you ask me. I had so much fun getting to go do this interview. I get to fly out to South Lake Tahoe, Sandy's vacation home, in the middle of the mountains overlooking beautiful Lake Tahoe, and it was just incredible. If you have never gone on a trip or gone out, I would say with your mom or your dad and their very closest friends, you should do that. You need to do that because you're going to learn so much about them and you're going to leave with such core memories to kind of bring and carry in your own self. I had, I think I left with so much more knowledge and um, love and support than I was ever expecting. Um, Just getting to listen to them talk about how they love and support one another and how these women have really loved and supported me from afar through my mother. And it's pretty cool. It's really incredible. So I'm excited for you guys to just kind of not only dig into my life a little bit, but learn how we all can kind of come from similar areas or backgrounds, but end up taking very different routes in life, but continue to have such a mutual love and respect for one another. I mean, some of these women might not talk for months, sometimes even years, but to be able to pick up right where you left off is such an incredible blessing But it also takes work and it takes respect and it takes showing up and being there for one another in times of need, but also in the good times and the wins and the celebrations. So tag along on this little girl trip um, and enjoy the laughs. Enjoy the words of wisdom that these women are going to share with you. And I say really take into consideration how you are treating your relationships around you and which relationships you are watering, I would say, and growing and maintaining and how you want to make sure you're putting into those because we go through different husbands and our kids go from young to old and we lose houses and we have 
we we have huge wins, right? We create businesses and we have all success and we have so many different things in our lives. But to have those people that are with you for the ride, no matter what, is absolutely incredible and unmatched. So tag along, listen on in and uh, giggle and grab your popcorn <laughs> and enjoy this interview, you guys. I had so much fun, so I hope you have a lot of fun, too. Thanks. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Twisted Sisters podcast. I am the privilege to sit here with some four wonderful, wonderful ladies. I would say these four women have shaped me in many, many different ways, and I'm excited to introduce them. So do you guys each want to introduce yourselves and how you know me? We'll start with you here on the left. I am Kathy Kaywell. I am Kathy Kaywell, and I am Samantha's mommy. Okay, all right. I am Michelle McLeod, and I know you through Mommy Kathy, who we went to high school together. Okay, and how do you know my, my mom? You went high to high school. school. Yeah. Okay. High school. I'm Tracy Scribner. Um, I also know your mother very well. I went to high school with her and then lived with her later after high school. Okay. And I'm Sandra Young, and I know your mother, and I've known you since you were born. And, um, yeah, it's, we've been friends since high school, and she's one of my dearest friends. So as you guys can see, the common denominator here is you guys have all been friends since high school, which I think is pretty amazing. How many years of friendship would you guys say this has been without sharing your age? Because um, <laughs> you're all 22 still. I actually, right? it's 45, 46 years. 46 years of friendship, you guys, and they're still holding strong. I think that's pretty incredible, don't you guys? We think it's pretty incredible. Yeah. Yes, it's very incredible. Um, I would ask, one of my first questions would be, like, out of being friends for this long, compared to other friends you have made, what is so special about this bond that you guys have all created since high school? I think when you're growing up and just coming into yourself, to be around the same people you grew up with and saw you coming into yourself, um, it's just more, it's just easier to be yourself um, and not feel the judgment of other people. And it's just, a, it's just an easy, relaxed relationship. Like your mother and I, Kathy, had not seen each other for 30-something years. And it took minutes before we were comfortable with each other again. Right. Minutes. And a bottle of root beer whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I was comfortable Which with I you before drink. that. <laughs> but it's just, I feel like uh, when you're in high school, when you guys say, it's probably some of the most vulnerable, most changing. Uh, you don't quite know who you are. You're changing into who you are. But you're kind of sometimes not the best version of yourself either. And I would say when you're around those people who accept you at that place, that means a lot, right? And you're changing so much. So you're changing together. Right. We accept each other for who we are and who we're, <laughs> who we're not and ever-changing, but we're always there for each other. Yeah. So, Michelle, you guys got married very young. 
would you say that's very similar to your friendships throughout high school as well? Like just changing together and all of that? Oh, yeah. Or yeah, I was married at 18. I got married the same year we graduated in 79. And everything. Hey, you're giving away our age. Oops. <laughs> 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 and not all of you. Well, Sandy, you married your high school sweetheart, correct? Well, you guys all well, kind of married no. a high school sweetheart he at some point in your life. He was not my high school sweetheart. He... Um, was someone I knew. I actually went to school with his girlfriend and um, was friends with her. Well, sort of. Um, yeah, and it was at Tracy's wedding that Darren and I got together, and that was all she wrote. And I was 18, and he was 19 and a half, and then we were married the, the following year. Actually, a year and five days after Tracy's wedding. Yeah. So. First wedding. Yeah. <laughs> Can I ask you, Tracy, who was your first wedding? Certainly. Um, your father. Yes. <laughs> I love this story. I love this story because I think you guys, this is just so, this is normal life now. And I think for you guys and your generation and how you look at things now, it feels very, oh my gosh, but for us, it's all, we're all blended families. Everybody's co-parenting. People have been married several times. To get divorced isn't as faux pas as it once was. It's very much like we all kind of live our uh, best lives to the best way that we know how. And so I think it's really cool to talk about these stories. And I, I love it. And two, for me, I get to hear stories about my father who has been passed away for how many years, Mom? Since 2004. 2004, yeah. So, you know, it's nice to kind of relive that, but I enjoy getting to learn, I think, about you the most mm -hmm. and you guys because I think who you guys are now is completely <laughs> 90 degree One. difference oh, yeah. than what you guys once were. And I think it's hysterical because I, what was it? I think we were here visiting you, Sandy. And here, guys, we are in beautiful South Lake Tahoe right now at one of Sandy and Darren's beautiful homes, just to give you a little picture of where we're at. But we would go, my parents grew up in the Bay Area, which I mentioned in my interview. And I remember driving with you and Sandy, and we're going, and you guys are like, oh, our dealer lived there. And <laughs> this is where we used to party. And then I'm like just shell-shocked, like, wait, what? And it's, you know, and not to mention, and there was a whole that field across house. here. And, I mean, San yeah, Jose yeah. Bay Area is, like, completely different, built up, He's everything. Yeah, and <laughs> walked uphill both ways. In the snow. And it was just miserable and snow in San Jose. No. <laughs> but it was, I just, and, but, it, but I think for the first first time in my life I realized like oh I'm just like my parent or I'm not so different people aren't so different than me in their lives of how, how you guys have grown up but I mean you guys do have a pretty crazy past which I think makes it so cool to see where you're at now so can you guys maybe talk about I would say where you're at now or how you got here or I don't know what's a good question we could start off with here I would say so do you want to do you want to explain the the I guess it's 180 right? You mentioned that yeah. in high school, the way we all met is we were considered the well we all smoked, 
and cigarettes. Cigarettes. Okay. Yes. And, and other things. And, well, <laughs> I didn't do other things because they made me sick. I wanted to, but it just didn't work for me. And so we were we considered ourselves the outfielders um, and the smokers. Now Michelle, she was the good girl, so she wasn't really an outfielder. But and she wanted to fit in. She want no. She was lonely because her people graduated early. So <laughs> Tracy, yeah, Tracy and I met. We were fifteen, and then I met Kathy, and we probably all met in the bathroom yeah. smoking cigarettes. Cigarette. And girls in yeah, the probably bathroom. all of us. Yeah, smoking yeah. in the girls' room. There we go. You know, and then of <laughs> yes, course indeed. you started introducing each other to. Other smokers. Other, other smokers, other partiers, <laughs> and... Other items. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that's that's the 180. I, I, yeah. I don't think any of us Is are it, doing Do you always feel like it's hard for you to talk about this? No, no. no. That's, what, that's not where we're at anymore. At and, we, uh, and we weren't we weren't the rah-rahs. We weren't the... What's the other? Uh, the the, the stoner. Well, the stoner. I was a stoner. I was too. Yeah. I, was, I moved around a little. Jocks. Yeah, yeah we jocks, weren't the jocks. We weren't no. the drama, you know. I did drama a little bit. You guys were outgoing. <laughs> you guys had a certain charisma. You just didn't quite have a place. We had our place well, yeah, with place. each other. <laughs> yeah. And, and it, it was in the outfield. It was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, oh. Well, like, this is well, I think it's funny because your dad, mom, my mom, Sorry. Kathy's father, was a cop. Oh, and yeah. so was my father's mother. My grandma, father. my grandma Berta, was one of the first female cops in Alameda, in Alameda County. Yeah. And her and I remember seeing the picture, and it was her and an African-American woman were one of the first state troopers, yeah. correct? Uh, and. No. Or sheriff, deputy sheriff. Sheriff. There it is. And I remember thinking that's so crazy. And then I think about who my parents were. (laughs) I think, how did you get away with life having cops as parents? Oh, we we were actually thrilled. You know, my my husband had a greenhouse. Was growing weed in the backyard (laughs) during during our first pregnancy, and the neighbor turned us in. And raided our house, and I was seven months pregnant, and we called your grandma and said, what do we do? And she got you out of it, because that was the woman she was. No, she, she actually did not. She, advice. she gave advice. She said, turn yourself in. And so my husband turned himself in. My father-in-law knew one of the Fremont judges, and my husband got diversion, and... That kind where's of changed a lot now? of. Let's talk about too. We hear these stories, but where's your husband now? What kind of person is he now? What is he doing now? He's a very successful businessman, um, and knows a lot of cops. <laughs> yeah, oh. knows knows a lot. I mean, he's very connected right. in um, in, in Fremont, where he has his business, and um, that's part of that that he change, right? That yeah. So he learned those those I. Well, having kids changes a lot of that, yeah. too. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. That, that changes change more you. than anything. Yep. How old were each one of you when you had your first kid? I was 20. Say your name. Kathy, I was 20. Michelle, I was 20. Yeah. Tracy, I was 31. 31. <laughs> Sandra, I was just before I turned 22. Yeah. Samantha, I was 19. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I have to tell you guys, this has been a fun weekend with the ladies. It's exciting. And they've all been very nervous to do this. But I don't know why. I think it's funny because just riding along with them is a riot. And you guys are some pretty awesome women. I look at you guys and I think um, I think it's a really cool story just in general because maintaining relationships takes work. It this does. doesn't happen out of just coincidence or you guys just were in high school and bam, you just get to be friends forever. It takes work. It takes trust. It takes reliability. It takes showing up, don't you think? Like showing up in the hard times and that's not always how it goes. And so to see you guys put that work in and maintain that, I think has taught me that those friendships are very important, but at the same point, you guys also set boundaries with each other. And I know if one of you weren't to show up, it would kind of be like, well, thank you, that's great, but I need to fill myself, or I need this type of friendship, don't you guys think, or no? No, I don't. I, I don't. I don't think there's any expectations. No, and um, I don't think that there's ever been a time with any one of these women where I have been angry or hurt or didn't feel loved um, in times of need. You could always count on one of them to step up to the plate. And be there for you. And maybe the next time it was a different one. Yeah. Um, making the phone call. Hey, just checking in. How are you doing? And then spending an hour on the phone, you know, talking, talking about, about how you're ta doing. How, talking <laughs> about how you, do, how you really are doing and not feeling judged. And, and, and not having to feel like you have to be something to portray something different than where you're at right then. I mean, we have, right. I feel like we've had the freedom to really be in the pit or be on the mountain, you know? You or, know. or in between. Yeah. There's yeah. many times that I wasn't there for a lot of years. Um, circumstances, whatever they were being, financial, whatever, I, w I moved further away to start with. Um, but I never felt like anyone wasn't there for me. I think if I would have called any of them at the moment, they'd have been there in a minute. Mm -hmm. Sandra was there for my son's birth. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I think anybody would have been there in a minute. Do you guys feel that because you guys have been together from such a young age that, um, how would I ask this question? That you feel that the expectations you hold on each other are much different than other friends in your life hmm. i don't think there are any expectations yeah, that's, none it's a good question but that's true we don't i don't think there's ever been expectations i think honesty yeah. is the yeah. biggest expectation. and laughter and laughter it's it's a necessity you gotta laugh you can always count on even really tough times and crying before we laugh yeah. you know yeah what do, you, what do you think, I mean, as you guys have gone through, can you tell us a time that maybe your friendships struggled at all? I don't think the friendships have ever struggled, but I but think there's been, been times we've been in dis different places in our lives, so maybe a year goes by, 
I mean, it's yeah. not so much recently, but. Well, I could say, you know, especially with Tracy moving to, yeah. um, I mean, because I could say Tracy and I were best friends in high school. Um, and um, she moved to Washington. And we continued to stay best friends. But as life challenges, you know, it was my, my friendships grew with Kathy and Michelle to be, to take that place. But what always amazed me was if we hadn't talked for two or three years mm -hmm. and we, one of us would pick up the phone, it was as if no time had passed. Yeah. Those, those joyous friend, you know, it just was like Excited. back to old yeah. times. There was, what do you think are the reasons that lead that? I don't know that. what that is. I don't know because it was the same with Michelle and Kathy yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, I had no idea what it would be like yeah. to see Kathy again. I had seen Michelle a little, mm -hmm. um, but oh my God, all I could think of was why didn't we see each other sooner? Oh my God, she's so much fun. You know, I don't know what, what keeps that going. Uh, it was easy. Yeah, it's easy. It yeah, is. Yeah, it was yeah. always I, easy. And I don't know if that, you know, I know a lot because none of us went to college. So these friendships are from high school. And I have lots of people that I've met that have dear college girlfriends, you know, that they were roommates and they're sisters for life. It's the same kind of thing, I think. It's just you you build this relationship and you know each other inside. You know the good, the bad, and the ugly. Oh, yeah. And, and you accept it all. Yeah, and it's okay. And yeah. the judgment's less. Yep. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So as a, as a, I mean, I wouldn't say adult women. You guys were kids, but you were still young adults, I would say. What, what would bring you to a place now? Like, do you guys think if you all met now, would it be the same type of relationship? Or is it just because you guys have that bond? That's an interesting question. Yeah. I have no idea. I think we just have that bond. I don't know that we would have mm. ever met. And, um, you guys are all very different I people. Say, yeah, which is that's cool, that's but that's what kind of makes you guys. Is that we are different. different. And you guys remind me of the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. <laughs> I never saw that. Yeah, but. so it's like they <laughs> have these pants, but each girl is so different, right? Like one's an athletic, one's in sports one is going and just she just doesn't quite know where her life is heading and they send these pants and they all go live their lives right so they all go live these lives and they do these different things but they send this pants and this pair of pants fits each single girl and they both or not they all all four of them have completely different body types completely different styles but this this pair of pants fits each woman each girl and but they tell their story about how these pants affected their lives and stuff. But it's really cool because they're all very different stories and they're living out these different dreams of their own. But then when they all come together, it's just like they've never skipped a beat. It's a pretty neat little story. Yep. But you guys remind me That's of that nice. kind of. That sounds that like sounds our story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we are. Yeah. Oops, sorry. Um, I think the other thing is in that is we, we do have different lives, but we – but we have kids, we have grandkids. A lot of similarities. And too. we also are able to empathize with mm. one, one another in the struggles and in the celebrations. Yeah. And when you 
Well, I could say your guys' lives could be very, very different had you continued on the route you guys were Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Without <laughs> a doubt. Right. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I would start, we'll start with you, Sandy. Like, what do you think was a changing factor for you coming out of that and deciding you didn't want to be in that lifestyle? Um, I think it was having kids. I mean, um, you know, I got married at 19. By the time I was 20, I was thinking, what have I done? This is crazy. You know, my husband and I are going in totally different directions. Um, but we ended up having our daughter. My husband realized, oh, oh, this is different. Now I have two people to take care of. I better get serious. And 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 we had something, just a shared um, person in our lives that we were both equally responsible, equally loved, and she was the defining moment, I think, for us. She yeah. changed everything, and for the good. And, you know, some people say, oh, don't have a child to help your marriage. Well, I have to say it was the opposite for us that she brought us so much joy together and uh, shared joy that um, that was... Became a purpose for mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. So. Same question to you, Tracy. Could you please repeat the question? <laughs> what do you think was a defining moment for you to change your, we would say, direction out of high school into where you are now? Because obviously you didn't follow that same direction in drugs and alcohol. I did for a while, yeah. um, and I would say children is what got me out of it. Um, left my first husband because of drugs and alcohol, but then met another one that I don't know that he was as much a party, or I still was, though. Yeah. Um, but then having children, the father of my first son um, was a huge partier, and yeah. I thought, I am done taking care of grown-ups. I have children now to take care of, and that is all I can handle. And so children is definitely what changed my life. Do you think that the, um, the reason for partying and doing that was just fun, being young, or was it coming out of a life of that's all you knew? Probably a little bit of both. Yeah. That was the life I knew, and I was having a blast yeah. for a while until I had kids to take care yeah, of. Yeah, because then the repercussions don't just affect you. No, then it was everything I did. It life. affected someone else. Right, and, and your kids. it's different when it affects just me. Yeah. But when it affects my the children, then, yeah. Absolutely. So. How about you, Michelle? I. She didn't do drugs. I <laughs> do drugs. <laughs> I, I wanted to be a mom yeah and I got married at 18 and by the time I was 20 had our first we had three girls and have 10 grandchildren and one more on the way so do you ever look at life and think I wish I would have went and been a little I, bit more I didn't miss out free a thing. or anything? I did exactly what I wanted to do and life was not perfect you know we've had ups and downs but I would do it all what over again. What does ups and downs look like? So people talk about this to say ups and downs oh or this goodness. and that, but we don't know what that is. We don't know what an up and down is. Like, what is an up and down I'll for give your you, life? I'll give you an example. Yeah, I'd love one. Um, after two children, we, my husband and I went out 
to dinner because we needed to talk and we were talking to each other and we both realized we were asking the same question. I think I need more from you. <laughs> Only he was saying the same thing to me. And we looked at each other and went, well, how do, how do we deal with that? You yeah. know, how do you, how do you deal with that? And how long had you guys been married at this time? Mm. 10. How old kids are young? I don't know. Around around 10 maybe. Yeah. 10 years. Yeah. That's a long so. time. And a lot of changing. Yeah. And that's and we looked at each other and you know, you expect to have some give and take and and somehow we just decided to just keep working. Towards being giving more to each other when we could. What did that look like in that moment? Like physical touch, dates, talking, communication, time with your family. What does that look like? That at that time? Mm-hmm. At that time, he just, he worked a lot. He, he's always worked a lot. <laughs> yeah. But he, um, he needed to make a little more time for family. I needed yeah. to maybe uh, not devote all my time to the children, a little more time for him. And, yeah. and we worked it out. Yeah. But it was, it was a little shocking that we both said the same thing at yeah. the same time. Mm. But that's what we've done throughout our marriage is communicate and and work it out, find a way to work it out. Yeah, that's pretty beautiful. That's not always how that kind of works. No, it's not. Mom? And the question was again? Kathy? <laughs> um, now I forgot when, what the when question did was. <laughs> 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 I was just kidding. Yeah, turning what point. What was the turning point? Um, I actually, for me, I had had, kid, I had all the kids, three kids, and I'm not sure that really changed things, but when I decided to give my life to the Lord, is when I really started to make changes in my life. I just knew that, and I knew for a long time I wanted more than what I could give, and I couldn't give any more without getting more, and I needed to get more, and I had had two failed marriages. You had to learn how to fill your cup. Yeah, well, yeah, and even learn how to fill someone else's cup. And so I'd had- you can't fill somebody else's unless yours is filled. Right, and I had two failed marriages, and uh, I was still young in my late 20s, and, how could I even look for someone else if I didn't know what I was looking for? Yeah. Yeah, and then I did. So how long were you doing it on your own there for that time? Um, well, off and on, a lot. But when your dad, le- when he left, and then, well, he left before you were born yep. and came in and out. So three years much on my own yeah that was tough yeah yeah in which ways um being alone being abandoned again I mean I I know that now when I look back of what that what that was labeled of you know I felt like my dad maybe had left me and you know these other relationships even though I had some responsibility for sure and my marriage is failing um but we all do the best we can with what we know how right. and in those moments. And I knew that learning. what I didn't, what I had then wasn't enough yeah. to keep going forward. So I had to find something else. And that's when I really started yeah. seeking out the Lord. And that's yeah. when, And boom, then, yeah, somebody met Kevin. shows up. <laughs> 31 years later, here we are. Yeah, you guys are pretty special. You're very opposite. But very opposite. work very well together. Yeah. Most Still of the one time. of the best men I've ever yeah. known in my life. Oh, definitely. Yeah. We all say that about different people, but he's, I don't think I've ever heard a bad thing about him from anybody, ever. Yeah. 
That's pretty cool. You met like a one in a million person. <laughs> I did. I did. But sometimes you are in the same place of going, I, I think I need more from you. And they're saying, I think I need more from you. And you're going, well, oh, we have a good thing, but we need to do something different. Yeah. So it's di marriage. Marriage is like that. See, marriage I is like, like that. You back. just, it's a different. Yeah. I guess I don't have um, any knowledge in marriage per se, but I look back and I think about like, um, coming into a relationship with somebody, me being a single mom, right, of two, one of 15, one, two and a half, and here you are, a single mom of three, and this man who comes in who's seven years younger than you, six. and six years younger than you, excuse me, sorry. Yeah, let's correct that. Yeah. Six years younger, and takes Never that on married. with like a running yeah. leap, like was like, this is nothing, but I mean that that's just unheard of. Like you that's don't. A lot of courage. It's and and that's just to show like the love that you guys had, in uh, that you just don't find that. I mean, I would say even back then, definitely not now. Like it's very, very well, rare. Our common denominator was the Lord. I mean, it really was. We both had a foundation there. Yeah, but you can have that. You can have a solid foundation yeah. of the Lord with tons of people in church. Doesn't mean you love them enough to take on all their yeah. their That's stuff. Right. Yeah. That's it's still different. You still, <laughs> you, you still, still you still are. You know, like you look at all the people that you go to church with. You guys all have a common denominator yeah. there. But right. do you right. think you could sit and be married to every single one of them? Uh, no. No. Exactly. That's not a common thing. So to have somebody who can come in and do that is pretty pretty amazing. Yeah. And then to deal with my dad and other people is not an easy task. That's hard. Yeah. Well, do you guys have uh, some stories you want to tell at all or any advice I would say to young women or women who are married and raising children now? Like what's a piece of advice you can send out to us? As wise women, not that you guys are older, but you guys have been through a lot of life at a very young age. I, I think the blessing of having lifelong girlfriends is huge. And I think that the younger generations have a tendency, and I mean, I hate to stereotype, but give up on relationships, whether it be with friends or lovers or spouses too quickly because there is ebb and flow in every relationship. There are ups and downs, deep, dark crevices, and high mountain tops um, for every relationship. And I think that the biggest lesson or the, the thing that I tell my daughter the most is that the relationships that you make throughout your lifetime, cherish them, honor them, uh, take care of them. You know, call those people, just say, I'm just checking in because sometimes that's all that friend needs to be able to pour out their heart to maybe even save their life save their marriage, save them from a situation with their children that they think that they can't handle because, shit, raising children isn't easy. And you feel so alone. Yeah, and having those relationships to say, oh, gosh, I'm going through that or I've gone through that. And it's, you know, I think everybody says, 
it feels good when you find out that you're not alone. Yeah. That somebody else has experienced this and that we're actually all pretty similar. Yes. And very much so. Yeah. So, but that only happens when you care for the people you love. And whether it be your girlfriends, your spouse, your children, it's about saying, I care for you, I love you, and I'm here. Yeah. And, and simple. Mm hmm. Just that. That's all it has to be. And showing up. Mm hmm. Yeah. And showing up. Yeah. That's what it is for me. And I totally agree with what Sandra just said. You just have to know you've got somebody there. You may not have talked to him for a long time, but when you know that that person's there, you can reach out and, and call them. Um, and just those shared experiences. Um, yeah, it's, you have to work at it. You can't just expect, you know, after 20 years, you haven't talked to someone, although your mom and I did, (laughs) but that's not the same with everybody. You know, you have to make that phone call. I tell my youngest son that all the time. You have to send a text even just say, hi, how you doing? Um, do you, you know, he's got a great friend that's a, was a trainer for him. Just, and that guy moved to Alaska, just reach out and say, can you tell me an exercise to do during COVID? You know, some little thing just to keep, you have to work at keeping those connections going. Yeah. It just doesn't happen automatically. Yeah. So just be open to keeping your connections. Yeah. There's something I've been thinking about as we were talking about doing this and I, and you just said it about being a connector and that's what Sandra has been for all of us. She's like this connector, you know? So I would say as you have to you have to connect people. You have to connect with one. I'm not saying everybody. I'm saying in these relation in your close relationship, you have to keep connecting because we've had seasons where she's doing really great. I'm, I'm doing really bad. But when I call and talk to her, she's encouraging me, and then boom, it flips around, and it's like, and you don't judge one another. You just hey, I'm here for you. Yeah. You know and. Do you want, if you want advice, I'll give you some. If you don't, no big right. deal. Six months ago, though, we were both going to leave our husbands and go live together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, because yeah. we were going through a winter just season. And, of, yeah. you know. And none of it was even serious. It was just like, let's solve No, this yeah, but it was yeah. like, wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> <laughs> and we were going to move to Havasu, so we'd be close to Tracy. <laughs> sit around and laugh all the time yeah, yeah. and then reality is, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like yeah this stuff. all right michelle you're not getting out of this question i so don't snap on in all here. i know is never give up yeah. never give up always call yeah. always never text always um sometimes you feel like people aren't interested anymore over the years you know and it's like oh, i'm gonna try one more time you know, let me try and connect one more time. So the connection thing we've all we've all done. Don't now. you? Isn't that interesting? That's such a common, I would say, lie that we can accept in ourselves is that nobody cares, right. and that's not always the truth. No, sometimes think, they're just in a rough place yeah. and can't get back to you, and or, or don't you know? Well, and I think that yeah. we're so we've learned to be so polite. You could say right that I don't want to burden polite? them with my issues. No. I don't want, they're not, it's not that big of a deal. It's not that big of an issue. But then when your, when your best friend calls and all of a sudden you start talking about life and mm-hmm. it just, blah, you know, like puke yeah, it all comes out, you realize like 
oh, I needed to really but what get a that lifted, out. Yeah, and what, what it was what a blessing, for me. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was. It was really actually weighing a lot heavier on me than I ever even. It's imagined. actually a blessing to both sides. You know, the yeah. person that is hurting that says, I, I, you know, I'm either embarrassed or nobody's going to care. Or it's not that important. When you give that burden to your friends, the people you love, to the person you give it to, it is a blessing. It is an honor to be able to carry the weight of the people you love. Yeah. And that's huge. But you guys also have a mutual respect in the fact that you're not taking this information and spreading it to oh, yeah. people yeah, and doing that. But that's, you know, I would say in, um, I would, I would say in women in general, right? As women, as friends, you hear a lot of women say, I don't have a lot of other women friends. I don't have, you know, because I've either A, been stabbed in the back or I've trusted somebody with particular information and it was spread in other directions, you know, and that's where I, I feel like maybe I'm completely wrong is that, you know, the way you guys kind of started in being a little bit more rebels, you have a, you know, you watch out for each other. Nobody talks, gets, you know, you snitches get stitches, right? <laughs> like you just kind of protect each other and that becomes a circle in itself because you don't rat each other out. You guys are all kind of being naughty, right? We're breaking the rules and we're doing that. I and was never create, naughty. You create a, I, she's such a liar. But that creates a different type of, well, you, you know, know each trust. other's secrets. But right. That's part and of so it. when as you have that, you yeah. you don't go and you don't no. you know, you don't go tell that stuff. But then I think that makes a huge difference as you get older though too, because that trust has been built already. Yeah. You know, like if somebody were to run it, what you guys would have been like, No, I don't know that. That's not true. You know, but the same comes to now where it's even though you know it, you don't talk about it, you don't spread their stuff, you don't say well, that. You know what? I find weird though is when we actually get together, we talk about that, those bad times, yeah. those naughty times. And it's like... Bonding? Uh, no, it's it's almost like apologizing for it. And the funny thing is, as I said to Kathy this weekend, because the first night we were together, you know, we're talking about all the stupid oh, shit we pulled. Yeah. And I said, I woke, I went to bed that night and I'm like, why do we do this to ourselves? Why do we? Why do we relive? Why do we go back to this ugly this part? Past? What we think. Because we've done so much going forward. Yeah. And but I woke up the next morning and I said, you know, her and I, we're both we're believers, and I said, you know what? We don't have to go here because we've been forgiven. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and as ugly as it was, and and as you know, ashamed as we might be now. We don't have to be. No. We're forgiven. And right. so we need to stop doing this right. to ourselves. Right. It's almost like you have to make the joke first. Like, I'm just going to talk about what I did wrong quick first before we talk but, about it or it's even brought up. But nobody but we really know. cares. And we do it for ourselves, right? Because yeah. I don't think about it. You could probably care less. But you can think about all the stories. Each one of you could probably think about the stories that you've done something wrong. And the, and us, or the other people would probably have no memory of it. But you feel like you. Oh no, we have met. <laughs> a little bit of a memory. <laughs> but I just think it's. I've got a few memories. I just think <laughs> it's. Mention to kick in, and that will be good. Yeah, oh, wouldn't? Yeah, that'll be good. <laughs> Do you remember when? No, I don't. 
think that that is so strange that we do that, that we bring up that stuff and rehash it. It's like, what is the benefit of that? Why are we doing that? And maybe it's because that's how we're so bonded together. Because like you're saying, the truth and the trust, right? right? There is so much trust well, and even in that book that I was reading that I talked about that the body keeps score is when we, those are traumatizing moments in your life, uh, whether you believe it or not, it's, it's, those are trauma bonds, you can call that you know, very much so. I would so. say maybe some of that is because we, you don't think about all that stuff when we get together, not because of our friendship, but those, what, those were the connecting parts in the very beginning. And so you're the only people you can talk it. about that with. Yeah. And that's kind of special, too, to be able to bring up those moments because sometimes I think they do affect your life later on or trigger certain points in your life. And it's in order to talk about certain things with somebody else, you have to tell the whole backstory, right? Like it's a huge backstory. You have to give all these details. But then there's those certain people you can talk to and you only have to, yeah, you don't have to tell the details. You don't have to sit and explain each person and what they were doing and who the person was. And they really are a good person, but they weren't really good in that moment. (laughs) But you get to, so when you get with those people, you get to talk about some of that and kind of get it out because it it does live within you whether you want it to or not. That's true. I think so. I think it must help with the healing somehow or we wouldn't bring them up all the time. Yeah. Yeah, because there are trauma bonds in some of those areas, too, where you you guys have been through some crazy stuff, and just in general in your lives all over. But I think what's cool is you guys have all kind of gone very, very different directions, but um, somehow have a respect and just uh, uh, you guys are cheerleaders for each other very, very, very much, and biggest cheerleaders, I would say. I think your girlfriends, you know you can be married forever, right? You have your kids, but... Those girlfriend bonds are pretty. They're incredible. Mates. I call I call your me. Look, Allie's my soulmate. You can talk about your your husband, wife, whatever. I know you guys said you don't believe in soulmates, but I believe in your friends. We being can all soulmates. Be soulmates. <laughs> yeah. Would you guys agree? Yeah. At all? Yeah. I do. Yeah. You know, and I also what I also love is that we're all we're all parents. I mean, Tracy, not so much. I mean, she's a parent. <laughs> But she has boys. <laughs> she has she has boys, and I the, have a girl too. Well, I mean, and all right, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let me. So, Kathy, Michelle, and I are our daughters. Have you all are a part of? You know, like you coming and staying this weekend. You wanted to be here with us. Yeah, it was really exciting. Jillian. Jillian's yeah. like totally bummed that she's yeah, not right. here. And I'm my sorry, Jillian would, and Melissa and all the girls. Like, here. But I'm kind of, I was kind of ecstatic to just have you guys to myself. Yeah. yeah. Jamie would have loved to be here. And she yeah. loved guys, And it was you. funny because as I told people, they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm going to go hang out with my mom and her friends. And like, <laughs> I go, no, 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 no. You don't get it. Like, I'm going to go hang out with my mom and her friends. Like, this is one hell of a They're time. Like, but I was just, it is. It's laughter, it's fun, and it's like, I, I completely non judgmental, but I feel like every time I leave all of you ladies, it, I feel like there's a sense of wisdom. But also, um, you know, not that you guys am genetically yours, but there's a sense of belonging. And although I have family, I don't have a lot of family. I, my siblings aren't around. I don't have um, 
my, my family that lives in Minnesota, I am close with, but I did not grow up with per se. The family that I grew up with is all in other states. And so you guys have been a common denominator in my life and probably one of the biggest ones. <laughs> and I would say my daughter, years. the same, same thing, that she looks at each of these women in my life and she equally feels their motherly love yeah. or their because I friendship think she sees that we make each other better yeah. and because if we can be better we're better moms right. we're better wives we're better better women well, and we've better seen people. you guys go through some oh, yeah. of these tough times and when you guys all get together how much of a difference it can change oh, my goodness. yeah our husbands even they love seeing us yeah. together yeah they enjoy watching us yes they because darren yeah yeah, he's like, oh my god, I got to get out of this room, but I do love watching you girls together. <laughs> watching you have so much fun uh, for a few minutes, and then I got to go. <laughs> but it is, it's a, and even when I do get to see Jillian and Melissa and all the girls, it is. It's like we all get together, and it's like we didn't skip a beat, but you guys set that standard, yeah. kind of, and yeah. that's how it is. And it's like I, I think it goes to show that you don't have to be blood that we can create a family. Yeah. And that, that choice when yeah. you guys, you guys made a choice at one point in your life, whether you know it or not, that you were going to do life together forever. And that was it. And you chose and it was our families are going to do it. Everybody's included. Yeah, that is funny. I don't know if I made the decision, but I the think conscious. there was a realization one day of like, well, our lives would not be good without each other. I mean, it's like this is normal. Yeah. Like it has mm -hmm. to be part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. Do you guys have any other little uh, bits of information you want to share before we're all done here? An hour's gone by already? Almost, yeah. Holy cow. I would like to say one little thing. Let's hear it. <laughs> um, I also did end up with a great man after he's my third husband. But anyone who would have our stepdaughter, not his daughter, not my daughter, yeah. the daughter from the husband before, <laughs> and my son... Uh, they were our maid of honor and our best man at our wedding, oh, and we beautiful. took them to Disneyland for our honeymoon. Yeah. Been married 23 years. He has never once not put those children who are not biologically his yeah. um, or these grandchildren ever put anyone before them. Family is always yeah. first for him. Yeah. So um, I would like to say I also ended up with a really good one, and Wait, that's you, so I great. I think the greatest thing is, whether it doesn't matter if you've been divorced one two seven times never divorced you chose to continue to move on in life and try and follow your heart and follow what felt right for you and i don't think there's any right or wrong way to go about that and so like i know when i hear you guys talk about oh it's this or that like in my head i'm going who cares who cares if it was your sixth divorce i don't care if as long as you found your person i think that's pretty freaking amazing and even as amazing as he is, you know. we still have ups and downs also. Yeah. Everybody, Everybody does. does. You'd be lying. And yeah. so it's like you guys say that so nonchalantly, but I tell you, like, and our listeners probably will send messages. We get messages all the time, which we hear this, but they don't, they don't hear that. Oh, ups you know? and downs. I want to wring his neck sometimes, and I'm sure <laughs> yeah. he feels exactly the same of me and wants to shove something in my mouth yeah. to stop me from talking. <laughs> you know what? Just but he has not yet. <laughs> you know what else just dawned on me yeah. about 
we also all four have husbands that they actually like i think that they all like all of us yeah so when i go to tracy's i feel like pat's my buddy you yeah. know yeah. david's been my buddy since high school yeah Kevin, I could go and hang out in Minnesota. They could politics. Yeah, hours. and and our husbands like each other. Mm-hmm. So our husbands. I love all your husbands. Yeah, I our husbands have made it easy for us. Have made it very easy for us to be as close as we are. Yeah. So like if we say we want to go visit, you know, because we're all over the country, right? Yeah. And our husbands are always gracious to let us yeah. leave to go have our girl time yeah. together they don't it, make it hard for they us. don't yeah. make it hard for us and that's pretty special yeah. i don't think that's normal no, no i don't I think, think so either. either i don't think there's any animosity any jealousy no. any they mm-hmm. see we bring out the best in each other and you, you know back that's a come happy. back happy and that's i would say that is a huge testament to who each one of you are as women to say that that's the type of person you've attracted, correct? And then also, too, that your kids are the same way. So I would say that you guys have created family and a marriage that is so open, so supportive, because you lead by such big examples. And that's huge. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that? Yeah. I, I, I mean, would say. Well, not that, not yeah, that, yeah, that that is the nice determining nice factor, but I would say that that is a huge that doesn't just happen out of thin air no you guys lead by example you guys are very i would say i would say because of the lifestyle you have lived your judgments are so little you have very little judgment because you guys all came from it's like i've done worse (laughs) tell me something i haven't heard but that makes it just so open and easy and carefree but also too that goes to show the type of men that you guys have attracted in your life which are very amazing men and then you guys have gone on to raise some amazing kids and yes. i think that's very beautiful <laughs> yeah i you guys have raised me yeah <laughs> not that you. i'm amazing i'm kind of a shit show over here but i would not I agree, agree with that i understand I would not agree. But, it doesn't fall far from the tree <laughs> well <laughs> you you guys had these few years where i'm just doing everything a little bit later in life but that's all right I just, I've enjoyed it I didn't have my first one till 31 so yeah. my life didn't start changing till then so yeah. you're no later than me well and I just love that I could bring my my you know my daughter comes and it's like you know she's got two more little grandmas here and she loved it she you can never it. have too many grandmas uh, and I mean Michelle looks more like my mom than my mom I was so I'm not as a I'm a little bit loud mouth than you are. But I you wish got I that had from some me, of those honey. characteristics. <laughs> I wish I had some of those characteristics of being calm and gentle. So. Yes. <laughs> but, well, I appreciate you guys being so open and honest. And um, I would say transparent is probably the biggest word. So transparent. Because I think um, we need to hear this as women, men, all of us. I think we need to hear that. I, I could look at each one of you guys and it's like everybody's doing so amazing in life. You guys have these great families. You guys have created legacies, a legacy for yourself, whether whatever that looked like for each one of you. And it's all very different. And it's, it's cool. I think it's really neat. So um, thank you. 
Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so much, us. Sam. Awesome. Okay. All right. We love you. Thanks for listening, you guys. Thank you for listening to the Twisted Sisters podcast. We'll now leave you with a little bit of wisdom from Allie and Samantha. Imperfection is beauty. Madness is genius. And it's better to be absolutely ridiculous than absolutely boring. Twisted Twisted sisters. sisters. We're all a little twisted.